Captain's hot dog, starkosher.brat, I'm Comrade Britain. And I'm Undercover Squid Pat. These are the voyages of the starship USS Crystal Pepsi, our ongoing mission. To explore new Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go to, to watch softcore tentacle porn. So Trek the podcast is here. Communist, unless we have a less leftist guest, we'll Patrick and Britain talking, joking, farting, and shitting all about Star Trek. Like our buttholes, the show is Rex. Soy Trek, the podcast is here, so listen to Soy Trek. Right in your ears. Welcome to the bridge. I am Comrade Britain. I'm Pat. The podcast is Soy Trek, the Star Trek podcast, where two Trekkies ask themselves, Can we take a puff off that Winston if you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Did seem like everybody wanted to puff on that. Yeah, I mean, he's a handsome, mustached man. Everyone's just like, Winston, oh. Yeah, it's a nice mustache, <laughs> a nice tall build. He's a twink, twink he's, with a mustache. And he's rich for some reason. Super rich in a post-scarcity <laughs> society. And it's oh, a, in a society that's abolished money. So, has it? Has it really in TOS? Because I don't think they ever really expressly yeah, s- said that. Did they? The, yeah, the, the especially like when, uh, when they go to um, remember when, and the and the and the one with the whales, uh, like oh money, we need money, and that's well no because that's they were back in the past. In but the, also like oh yeah, and everyone's like yeah, what's money? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess by that point, because I don't I don't think about Star Trek as truly post-scarcity until they have full material replicators. Yeah. And at this point, they do have food replicators, which is a big thing mm. in, you know, you know, I mean, at that point, like, obviously, they, they defeat starvation and hunger completely, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if they don't have full material replicators, I don't see how a society can still not have workers in any way, mm. unless everything is like, I mean self-building machines are one thing yeah and that's cool and that'll that probably helps industrialize them a lot but as we see in you know like the star trek movies and stuff there's still tons of people working in space docks and stuff mm-hmm. like that so there's like you know people beyond star trek and stuff that are still working doing just like jobs yeah which is interesting mm-hmm. uh, but i guess like for some people like that's really fulfilling like what well, if if you didn't have to work your job would you work your job would you i mean oh god no yeah but you you'd probably like make f- a few things for yourself with your yeah. skills but yeah you wouldn't like do that more than a few hours a week probably yeah, right I, I think i would like to be i would join starfleet okay yeah like i would uh but but uh, so so like given like if so starfleet's never gonna happen because yeah. faster than light travel is impossible yeah um but you know, if if uh, if we reach like a a material utopia on Earth, mm-hmm. like what what would you do in that? What would you do? What would you pursue mm. that would give your life meaning? Just relaxing. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Go. No, that's 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 all the answer you yeah. need. I like that answer. Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to admit that. Yeah. 
like me myself like i would like to i would definitely like to uh mm-hmm. uh travel because i've never been outside the country so that's crazy yeah, yeah yeah and there's that yeah 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 like i would definitely do that too i tra- i travel a lot mm-hmm. i'd still like probably create a lot of stuff because i like you know i like sharing ideas with stuff and mm-hmm. i like um i like providing people with my worldview because mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of people don't have my worldview mm-hmm. but when i explain my worldview to people it's hard for them to disagree yeah because you know ultimately i'm a communist because mm-hmm. i want everyone to be happy and equal and have all of their material wants and needs taken care of oh yeah and i see a way to that in our current situation at least in like america yeah. we live in such a consumer society that is so imbalanced mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't realize if everyone's wealth in America will e- were equalized, the average American would have six times the amount of wealth. Mm. Yeah. Six times of the amount of wealth. The yeah. average American. Mm. And the average American right now has, you know, like a, a couple hundred thousand dollars or something like yeah. that. It's not the median American, but the average American yeah. because so many people have so much money. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Uh, we're the the second most stratified country in the world, major yeah. country in the world after Russia. Yeah, in that situation, mm-hmm. which is not a good situation to be in. No, so and you got to wonder. Uh, how yeah, much I mean, I would take. definitely like to work. I mean, it's just like you know, you have countries like you know that you know that really want like um, walkable cities and you mm-hmm. know thirty hour work weeks. Like, I would love a like I would work a. 20 to 30 hour work week for sure. <laughs> like 100%. I, would, yeah, like no. I feel like a, a American culture is very just centered on overproduction and constant production mm-hmm. and making like, you know, f- very few, like very lazy people at the top, the richest in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's and, like, and those people get to fuck off and yeah. have very fulfilling lives mm-hmm. if they want to, and they get to do whatever they want. You see so many like rich people's kids, who are completely taken care of just be like artists and stuff like that. And that's awesome. Yeah. Power to them. Yeah. Sophia but, Coppola's daughter just like, uh, was on, I guess, TikTok. Like, uh, mm-hmm. she got in trouble because she had like, uh, used her dad's credit card to charter a, um, a helicopter ride from New York to Maryland. Okay. And then like, and was like, yeah, I'm grounded. I never see my parents. I have this guy that's a bait, my babysitter. And they, they, people were researching like the guy that's her babysitter is a guy that has a PhD in philosophy or something. <laughs> Wild man. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's the lifestyles of the rich and the famous. They do yeah. stuff that just doesn't even really make any sense to our worldview No, because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I have no idea what a, um, what an onion looks like. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, she, she had a Google pictures of onion. And she, and she cut open a shout is like, is this an onion or a garlic? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's almost a valid question. Yeah, it's almost a valid question. Yeah, yeah, almost. Um, right, right. So anyway, we have ads now. Don't want ads? Well, soldiers, for as little as two dollars a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon at what's the address? Soytrek.com? No, it's, it's <laughs> that's where that's where you can get our merch, which we should call out more on this program because mm-hmm. that's like the income. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like like our our revenue from this podcast like pays for hosting the podcast yeah. basically. 
and puts food in my belly. Yeah, and also like yeah, and and food food for this and like mm. beverages for the podcast. So, yeah. uh, but but the only way we like actually make money off of this entire operation, I we make zero set dollars. <laughs> we lose lots of money making memes, mm-hmm. and I guess I mean not making this podcast. The mm-hmm. podcast is pretty much break even. Yeah, but like we make money making merch. So yeah. go to soytrek.com. Get some merch and uh, yeah. make this whole operation, uh, you know, I'm not going to say worthwhile. Oh, by the way, I got a, uh, some some money over there. We sold a bunch of stickers. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I have some in my pocket, too, that I need to throw in there. Hells, yeah. So that was from last week. <laughs> um, Selling them stickers. Hell, yeah. So anyway, go to Soytrek.com to get our merch, but go to Patreon.com dot com slash dumb idiot bs oh that's right yeah. yeah there you go i hear you say it all the time yeah right you, just, <laughs> you you immediately your eyes go dead for like the entire like three minutes until i like look at you to give you like a a, a speaking prompt i'm like hey yeah <laughs> let's make the you know spice it up i try to spice up this thing but i mm-hmm. also end up making it like 10 minutes long <laughs> so let's get through it here anyway uh so you not only get ad free episodes you get them in high quality stereo you get mm-hmm. a whole catalog of back episodes mm-hmm. with a show i used to do lots of funny stuff in there like six hours talking about quicksand fetishes mm. um uh there's five hours uh where me and the host talk to a doctor and break down heathcliff comics oh yep yeah the the poor man's garfield you son of a bitch <laughs> how 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 fucking dare you <laughs> yeah. oh I'm, I'm sorry i didn't i didn't realize your opinions on heathcliff aka Bad Garfield. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm actually seething, mm. but I'm just putting on a smile right now. I'm on that's a new the, mood that's stabilizer. The, that's it's the scariest great. part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when you're smiling, but clearly seething. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like staring past you into the uh, the fireplace implements, like the, the yeah. fireplace poker and the shovel there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, did he do to you? <laughs> he bad mouth Heathcliff. <laughs> that son of a bitch. He, my he, orange cat. He talking mess on Heathcliff. Hey, Heathcliff predates Garfield by like 12 years. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Garfield is the poor man's orange cat. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Suck my dick. Um, but you know what I see over there? What's that? I see lots of uh, Garfield joke books. Yeah. You know why? I don't see any Heathcliff joke why? books. You know why? You know why, buddy? Uh, uh, because compared to uh, Heathcliff, Garfield is a joke. <laughs> I just realized I can totally like mute, mute your mic. So like, if you want to be talking that trash on Heathcliff, mm. I will definitely just hit the mute button. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, the world needs to know the truth. <laughs> you can't silence me for much longer. <laughs> and you're like the Alex Jones of orange cats. Heathcliff's making the damn frogs gay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, because he's, he's fucking them and they, they're liking it. We really need to put down on these trans-dimensional demons known as Heathcliff. They are, he is the, he is the, he is an imposter. He is, he is posing as Garfield. He's not going to take our guns. He's, he's, he is not the true Garfield. He is an imposter. He is a trans-dimensional vampire that's come from another, country, come from another state of being. We have to put a stop to Heathcliff. 
Thank you. He's aligned with Obama. You wicked, wicked devil! It's it's. I'm sorry. It's Barack Hussein Obama. Is his name? That's that's the only way we will refer to him on Barack Hussein Osama. Oh, there, there you go. Obama sin ballin. Because he sins and he likes to play basketball. That's true. Yep. Um, so anyway, um, patreon.com slash BS. You get a lot of cool stuff. $5 or more a month. We mention your name on the podcast. Like Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savard, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, Emma Glevish, and Electric Baphomet, all of whom are cool as hell and deserve a pair of castanets. So mm. if you're in a position to give them some castanets... Or any little little devices you can do percussion stuff on. Oh, those are little clicky things. Yeah, the clicky oh, things. Oh, you can just add. You can just do that with muscles. These muscles. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. These these guns here. <laughs> uh, so, also, if you give ten dollars a month, you get full access to my Plex server, which mm. is a thing you might not know about. It's really goddamn cool, though. It's yeah. like my own streaming service. It's called the Media Dungeon. It has about fifteen not about more than 15,000 films, including I just got every single film. Owen Wilson has ever been in. <laughs> what would you say to that? Whoa. Wow. There you go. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd wow. you go? Whoa. That's I Keanu did, was, Reeves, yeah, buddy. Doing Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, uh, so you get uh, also over 500 shows updated daily with new stuff, just like every single episode of Star Trek, uh, the entire series of Roar starring Heath Ledger. Mm. Yeah. It was a fantasy series from 1997. Oh, wow. Yeah. Most people don't know about it. Mm. I found it though. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm gonna get that. but you have also the other Roar on there. Not the new one. No. Oh, the old one. The, uh, the, uh, the film they made with real oh yeah with real lions i watched it with my brother last year it is immensely boring yeah it's mostly like lions wandering around like a house and people like closing doors to get away from the lions. yeah melanie griffith is almost killed yeah it's (laughs) like like the like a like something like 80 people got injured on set it's insane and it makes sense because it's like people playing with lions it's insane yeah they're dangerous creatures they are and like i love a big cat but like and these people are actors too. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the actors was a lion handler, one of the main guys. Mm-hmm. But still, like you can't have control over that many lions, especially when they're that close to each other. Yeah. Lions get aggressive. They're territorial animals. Yeah, I mean, like there's scenes in there are just basically like a real life horror film cuz like they, No, it, 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 it like for the first like 20 minutes of the film, I'm just like on edge cuz I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I don't want them to get mauled. And then they have a lot of scenes where they do the smart thing and they just like close themselves in rooms away from the lions Mm -hmm. and like look out out of the window at the lions. And like, I'm like, that's a sensible thing to do. But now the movie's super boring. Yeah. Because that's all they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I have that on my server too, as well as uh, you ever heard of Dave's old porn. (laughs) This is something interesting. (laughs) So it was a show on Showtime that lasted for two seasons with Dave Attell where he just watches old porn with both like porn actresses and porn actors and comedians that rocks. And it is pretty cool. There's an episode with Ron Jeremy, which nothing with Ron Jeremy ages well. No, it didn't especially like, I didn't realize like he was in prison until semi recently. Like, yeah, like an, didn't uh, didn't they f- like? I think he's like in an institution now because yeah, he's like he, yeah, dem- he has dementia. Dementia, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I think I was just like, oh, I wonder what Ron Jeremy's doing now. I'm like, oh, in jail Uh-oh. for rape. Ooh. He was he was in the first porno I ever saw. I think. Really? Yeah, it was this thing called 
the casting couch, mm. which I only saw once, mm -hmm. but I still remember the song from it. And I looked it up a little while ago and like, I listened to the song and I, I heard it when I first time when I was like 12, 13, mm -hmm. maybe. And like, I just always had the song like in my head since then yeah. for at this point, almost 23 years. <laughs> Jesus H Christ. Right. And I was just like, I only heard it one time. And like, I looked this up to like confirm that I'd actually heard it. And the song was like note for note is I had been like singing it and shit. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it goes like this. Push it in, take it out. Push it in, take it out. Push it in, take it out. Oh, get on the casting couch. <laughs> Is that not a subtlety to that song? No, it's it's brilliant, though. <laughs> I really But what you didn't know is it's actually about a turd. <laughs> Groundhog in that boy. Groundhog in it. Groundhog in that darn boy. <laughs> the guy wrote a song about constipation and just like, you know what? We can just uh, just make this the porn song. I want to say it was something like the first uh, porn that Ron Jeremy ever directed. Mm. Something like that. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, I, I, th I think that's a fact that I was giving that I yeah. looked up. It is and funny, like, like during like the early 2000s, I think, like he was on like a Goodwill tour where every, he was just like, kind of just like the silly guy yeah that and was also on a did, bunch of like tv shows like he was yeah. like the, a mainstream porn and he was porn in a bunch porn. of trauma stuff and uh, mm. and then he did do you remember that thing he was he, in a, a boondock saints yeah do you remember that thing he did like f maybe 10 or 15 years ago where he went around on this like a the country on like a speaking tour type thing where he debated pornography with like some religious guy no yeah it was just like this whole thing and there's mm. videos of it online and it's kind of interesting mm. But Ron Jeremy's a big piece of shit. Yeah, he sucks. Nothing with him ages well because he's a big piece of shit, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately. Hate when that happens, everybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else do you get? Dave's old porn. Oh, are you, do you remember Lil Bush? It was like a little George so. Bush cartoon. Yeah, was that on Comedy Central? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, nice. Who wants that? I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it, though. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> uh, once again, that is patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. That's dumb idiot BS, which stands for bullshit, but also stands for Babylon Sandbag, which is not a coincidence. Mm. See you there. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. What did we watch this week, Mr. Patrick? Star Trek, the animated series, episode one. I mean, uh, season one, episode six, seven. <laughs> Six. Six. You are certainly correct. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Why you gotta go and make Trek so animated? Seems way you're drawn out. TOS makes me frustrated. Well, at least they got Kirk and got Spock and got Bones and the rest of the cast. So at least there is that. Honestly, promise me Jim won't fuck the cation. She's a cat. And we get our first view. Damn it. Uh, Why is this? Even, yeah, right? What is going on with this bad boy? Let me, let me yeah. check this real quick. Mm, no, it's on latch. I'm sure pause. I don't know why it keeps on replaying. It makes me sad. Son of a bitch. I know. It makes me disappointed in the, the podcast. <laughs> We're, I'm sorry, folks. We're real sorry. Uh, what was that? No, no, no. <laughs> that the, was a noise. Doing the, doing the negative buzzer. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I can, I can do it. You can it. do it. 
There you, there go. you go. Yeah, we should uh-huh. have we, we should have cards where you can like tell me what to do. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I wish I had some kind of satellite soundboard to give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Podcast would turn into a morning show. <laughs> hey, this is Britain in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. Turned on the red alert. Can't have that. Uh oh. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we watched uh, TAS, the animated series, season one, episode six this week. Uh, it was first aired on October 13th, 1973. Wow. You know what else happened on that day? Mm. Me either. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something important happened. Nah, no one cares. Uh, So this one is written by James Shermer, who uh, has written for some shows you might have heard of. You ever heard of a little cop show called Chips? I have. Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of a show called Vegas with the S as a a, a dollar sign? I have. Yeah, well, he wrote for that, too. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you uh, you ever heard of Fantasy Island starring Ricardo Montalban? I have. Who plays Khan? Yeah. But not in the show? No. No. Yeah, well, as, he, as he, Bruce Valanche. Not Bruce Valanche. What's what? <laughs> Bruce Valanche? Imagine if he played Bruce Valanche, that Muppet-looking motherfucker. The guy who, who writes all the shitty punch-up jokes for, like, the Grammys. Oh, man. Like, the the, the guy who's always, like, the... the, the I think he's... Wasn't he... Hervé the, Valanche. Hervé. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Was his last name Valanche, though? Valanche. Bruce Valanche. Valanche. Vel- yeah. Velagio. Yeah. He was in a really good movie called uh, The Forbidden Zone. Oh, I love Forbidden Zone. Yeah, Forbidden me too. Zone rocks. Forbidden yeah. Zone rocks. Uh, so, uh, oh, he also wrote Shermer, James Shermer. He wrote for a little series you might have heard of mm. uh, called uh, TJ Hooker. Oh. Stars a little guy named Will Shatner. Yeah. Uh, a he, little he was, bald guy named Will Shatner. Yeah. He already played a sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who who uh, picks up people at Trader Joe's? Yeah, Trader Joe's, Joe's hooker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then this is once again directed by Hal Sutherland, who directed the entire first season of TAS. Absolute legend, that guy. Uh, and we have a we have a guest star on this one. Uh, a guy, uh, the character's name is Winston, and he's played uh, by a guy who, I actually forgot to get his name, but he, he plays a character called Ted Baxter on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Hmm. He was like a radio host on the show. Okay. Have you ever watched the Mary Tyler Moore I show? I have not. It's not funny at all. Yeah. Don't don't waste your time with it. The humor is like super dated. It's comedy weird. wasn't invented yet. N- well, it, w- <laughs> it was. Like joke book comedy was invented, and yeah. it's super weird because it's like, like a lot of the Mary Tyler Moore show is pretty much like watching a shitty old joke book live. Mm. Cause it's like, it's all these like bad, like call and response or one liner jokes, just like lined up one after the other. And then like a little sound that goes after the punchlines there, go, and then like pretty, a, pretty much <laughs> then, like, mean, a face. The guy goes, Whoa, <laughs> it would be so much funnier if it was that it's yeah. not that it's a oh, lot damn. slower. Damn, um, so it's not like hee haw. No, no, it's it's like it's like uh, the the setup will be like, hey, these two people are really old, and it's just like two young comedians playing old people, mm-hmm. and they're like two old people sitting on a lawn chair, and they just like trade insults back and forth for like five minutes about being old, 
And then that's like it. That's the entire sketch. <laughs> and there's like lots of that. That's just like, hey, okay, so this sketch is two characters and they're both Italian and they make fun of each other for liking different types of pasta. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, it sucks. Mm. It's bad. Uh, and it's not, that was, that was too good of a premise for that show. Can we find it on the media dungeon? No. <laughs> I'll I'll get it if you uh, want to watch it. No, I don't. If you need to prove to yourself how much it sucks, no, but trust I me, prefer not to. Me and my brother. Uh, so, on vacations, I usually bring um, a like a, a Roku thing mm. or something, so we can you know at the hotel like watch you know the media dungeon, mm-hmm. watch cool stuff that we want. Mm-hmm. But like my thing didn't work at the hotel because they had an old ass TV, so mm-hmm. we had to watch like old ass tv Mm. we had to you know we were just hanging out eating snacks whatever after we did stuff for the day Mm. didn't have anything to do so we just watched old tv like you know broadcast tv yeah it's weird yeah it's weird very weird um but yeah we watched that so Mm. and just they're just playing real replays of uh mary tyler moore yeah it's like i mean that show's got to be cheap to get rights to right yeah um but yeah that was on and and (laughs) they actually pay you if you run it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, mary tyler moore yeah is just paying like the ten dollars an episode please someone watch it please she's alive i i don't know but i gotta tell you it sucked man like yeah me and my brother like watched it and like after every couple minutes uh, like one of us would groan and be like this sucks it's like not funny in any way and, and i pointed out it's like it's like watching a joke book live or someone yeah. it's like watching two people read out of a joke book at each other they like both go to the insult section and read it live on a stage and it sucks so bad <laughs> oh she was she died in 2017 bummer yeah r.i.p to a real oh, yeah, that's one right. she was in ordinary people which is a pretty good movie yeah yeah mm-hmm Cool. <laughs> Captain's log, starting 5143.3. While patrolling the edge of the Romulan zone, the Enterprise has changed course to assist a one-man vessel which has fallen victim to a meteor swarm. Sensors indicate the occupant is still alive. So we go to the transport room. Uh, and Jim asks Spock if he's identified the vessel. And Spock says he has, but he might not believe that it is registered to one Carter Winston. <laughs> the realist. Yeah. Heir, heir to Winston Cigarette Company, <laughs> which is one of the biggest companies in this future because Gene Roddenberry couldn't see very far into the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's addicted to cigarettes. Hell yeah. And before pussy. They, before they realized cigarettes were, cigarette addiction was a thing. Like, I can't stop smoking these things. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good for my health, though. I saw it on the program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why they're, they're introduced like... Uh, briefly introduced uh future cigarettes that all the entire entire, <laughs> entire crew of the enterprise were smoking can't get enough of this delicious nicotine that helped that cure that makes my bones stronger <laughs> <laughs> it's got calcium it's got these, these it's cigarettes a, it's calcium yeah the, now with a fortified filter <laughs> you know you know and, you know like you know jim i really i prescribe cigarettes to every single person that comes through my infirmary <laughs> it's like Doctor, am I going to die? Not if you smoke these delicious Winston cigarettes. (laughs) Precisely. So um, the Winston cigarette uh, air uh, has been missing for five years, Bone says. Mm. It's like, uh, yeah. And he he says he's also not sure if it's the uh, air to uh, Winston cigarettes or um, Jack Kennedy Jr. Yeah. (laughs) 
So uh, they beam up the survivor, and Bones is flabbergasted to see it is Winston himself. Uh, Winston see, uh, says it seems the men recognize him, and Kirk admits few in the Federation wouldn't recognize him and introduces the crew to the legend. Bones says that his daughter is going to school when a famine struck, and Winston was kind enough to use food and supplies from his own personal fortune in order to save them. Which I'm like, why does someone have a personal fortune going on here? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I, I, I guess, like, I mean, if he's trading with sources outside the Federation, I guess that makes mm. sense. And, you know, they do have to do commodity trading, and there has to be markets of some sort. Mm in order to get different things like markets still exist in communism yeah uh it's just a very different more structured and you it's know not, regulated it's not, it's, it's it's not privately owned it's exactly yeah. like it's it's it's, it's publicly yeah. out owned out in the open with like mm -hmm. open bookkeeping yeah. so like you know so it's actually like a democratic process yeah which is like something that most people don't understand about communism is it's yeah. really just like letting everyone in on government, yeah. literally. And it's like it's like being like, yeah, no, the government is for everyone, and it's not going to be like what all anti-communists complain about, mm. which is like elitism and shit. And yeah, like, oh, I don't think yeah, that's that. actually. I mean, they're talking about capitalism. They are. They are. And I mean, they're they're talking about like a a revolution of the bourgeoisie, mm -hmm. bourgeoisie, which is you know inherently anti communist yeah. which is why i do have problems with you know like yeah so why this dude ha still has his fortune and not just like had his fortune taken away <laughs> but like you, you, like where where's where he get massing this fortune from um but i think like they're still just cigarettes like, obviously yeah, cigarettes yeah no no like and that's the thing is it's like there are markets for things like romulan ale and yeah. blood wine and stuff like you know stuff that you actually have to make mm -hmm. and for some reason can't replicate yeah and um can't replicate a good cigarette, baby. No, no, you can never do okay, that. A sweet, sweet drag. Oh no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get that pure Virginia tobacco blend. God, do you think they ever fucking did? Because uh, you know, back back in the day, they had they had cartoon characters doing um, cigarette commercials. Mm -hmm. Did they ever do that with Star Trek? I don't think so. I think Gene Roddenberry might have been smart enough to see through that i i don't because i've looked through a lot of star trek commercials and yeah. it's mostly like garage door openers and life insurance and shit <laughs> yeah yeah they, there are some really bad ones mm -hmm. so uh um bones said his daughter was going to school and winston's personal fortune helped save her uh kirk says it's one of the many stories he's heard about him and they're fortunate to have him on board this guy's a legend everyone was a fuck mm-hmm so Spock says that uh, one Lieutenant Ann Neroid, Ann Geroid is more like it. Yeah. Hey, what's up? No, uh, Ann Neroid, because uh, she's a fuck machine. <laughs> um, so Got that Gawk 9000. Hell yeah. Uh, Spock says that Lieutenant Ann Neroid would be especially happy to see him because this is apparently Winston's fiance. Yeah, what a coincidence. Interesting. Uh, Spock says he can see her as soon as he, po as he positively identifies himself and asks for his record tapes. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> or his identity identification tapes or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he says record tapes. Yeah, I was just like, uh, hmm? mm, uh, so Bones is incensed and says this is rude. 
Um, yeah, Bones is such a fangirl for Winston. He is. He's yeah. Like, God, God damn it. Don't you know I smoke a cigarette? Come on, look at him. Look at look at that mustache. Get your damn lily paws off my man. Can't you see? He looks just like his father, John Kennedy. Come on, Winston. Pass me a couple of your secret blend cigarettes. <laughs> I know you got some on you. God, it, it's crazy to think. Most people don't know this. Like the Winston Cup, mm-hmm. the, the big cup in NASCAR, mm-hmm. it was named after the cigarette company. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Think about that. And it was like a, it was like yeah, their big cup for like 40, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, cigarettes, they, they do have lots of money. <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> you know, like, you know, million sod smokers can't be wrong. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Spock, um, so Bones is incensed. Uh, Jim agrees uh, that he should hand over his identification and Winston hands over his credentials. Seem to check out. Uh, next we have something that's kind of like a captain's log, I guess. It's a it's a narration, which we never really see without a captain's log on Star Trek. This it's is kind true. of weird. So he just uh, says, um, The Enterprise has rescued a living legend, the foremost space trader of our time. Carter Winston has acquired a dozen fortunes only to use his wealth time and time again to assist Federation colonies in times of need or disaster. So he's an effective altruist, I yeah. guess, which is cool. He's like Sam Bankman-Fried yeah. with a mustache. This is like, also, it's like, yeah, kind of like the problem with, uh, you know, um, just like charity in a sense where it's just like, yeah, it's like you, like they only help things that like they they're personally involved in. <laughs> just yeah. Like, or just like, you know, you know, you don't always have like guarantee that they will give it. Right. And in the, the problem too is like charities depend on market forces as well. Yeah. And so they're, they're putting what they regard as essential needs for the world that mm-hmm. are not being provided as something that they can provide and they don't want to systematize mm-hmm. into a larger system so it's baked into systems and institutions that already exist yeah which is something they should want to be doing but unless they're advocating for that while doing what they're doing like the the reason i don't believe that the catholic church is really against homelessness even though catholic social services actually does do pretty good homeless services the reason i don't believe they're actually anti-homeless is because they have the biggest real estate fortune out of almost any Mm -hmm. private institution on the planet and they could literally house all the poor yeah and And, they do not and and yeah because like like how actually housing uh the home the houseless you know um you know, and not actually, you know, just like giving up that property mm-hmm. and doing what supposedly Jesus would have done in that situation. If Jesus just had like more homes than there are homeless people, Jesus would have housed the people. That, that's the thing, though. Je- I mean, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus talked more about things on a personal level, not a systemic level, unfortunately, yeah. which, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I guess you can extrapolate it to an, a systemic level. Like if everyone does this, mm-hmm. it should be this way. But it's also like considering that not everybody is Christian, that's also not a fair assumption to make. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Effective altruism, though. Pretty. So Kirk and Spock go to check out Winston's credentials on uh, the weird cube TV that they show in like basically every episode. <laughs> the now. TV that's connected to the table. Yes, that's the it's it's the table TV. Yeah, it's the one that's built in like yeah. an old like weird console thing. You know. Can you imagine how bad? That- how hard that would have been to decorate with and if like they just like 
we just had like TVs uh, sitting like completely, completely fixed on a t- on a on a table. Like you would have to like, like yeah, especially because it's like a four corner TV that I think sh- uh, like projects on ev- all four mm. corners. Oh yeah, so it's everyone can see it at the table, which is like. I, I guess that kind of makes sense. Mm. Not really, because you could just just put it on the wall. Everyone can look <laughs> at it. Why do you need it in the middle of the table? It's it doesn't make any sense. That, to that, me. that was the future at one point. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess because we didn't have like those. Yeah, I guess they never really thought about video conferencing that much yeah. up, up until that point. So anyway, um, so it shows uh, the thing on the cube TV and says that everything is in good order. So over in the med bay, Bones is scanning Winston, and he says his instrument seems off. And by his instrument, he means his dick. His big old fat hog. Yeah, he's like, uh, mind if I take a closer look with my mouth? Yeah, this tastes a little funny. Are you vaccinated by any chance? Because <laughs> I could use some of that vaccinated semen. I need that vaccinated scum. I need it to recharge my powers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Bones says he's never gotten a reading like this on a human and uh, Winston is like yeah that's because no one smokes as many cigarettes as me he's extra radioactive folks Yeah. Um, so Winston asks if he's suggesting that he's not quite human and Bones says his equipment probably just needs to be recalibrated talking about his dick again yeah. and so he's <laughs> it's like a off center what if I were to take out these instruments and <laughs> Possibly recenter it a little. Just takes out a chastity cage, <laughs> <laughs> and I added something a little, a little bit, a little more. And he he puts his mouth on it, and then like he takes his mouth off, and then like out comes like a, a puff of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> he, he takes a vape off it. <laughs> yeah, it's got pure Winston cigarettes on the inside. In part, it's in the balls. <laughs> it is in the balls, folks. Pure cigarette smoke. Um. So, um. Just then, Nurse Chapel walks in and asks if everything is okay and tells Winston he can see his fiancée as soon as his medical condition has been approved. Bones lets in his fiancée, and Winston tells her he never thought he'd see her again, that he intended to marry her, but his ship crashed and he got terribly injured on a planet. He tells her that he's uh, been changed deeply from the medical procedures done on him. He says he can't explain why, but he can't marry her because he's changed as a person. But also, like, she waited fucking five years. Yeah. Like, I, I thought, she waited for him for five years. Yeah. <laughs> like, clearly, like, the he's, dick. Well, he, the, I mean, first off, he's rich, I guess. Yeah, he's rich. And I guess that means something in the Federation to some people. Yeah. And so maybe she's a, maybe she's a little bit of a gold digger. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she would like his new um, um, uh, cigarette dick attachment. Yeah, I think yeah. we all would. Yeah. I mean, I I've never sucked a cigarette dick. <laughs> I don't I don't smoke cigarettes anymore though. Oh, that's true. I don't, would that would that change your health insurance if you like did a cigarette fetish thing one time? Mm. Would you have to say? Um, well, they could. I guess like in the future, they it would be vape balls. Probably. Probably. I mean, they, I mean, they still have cigarettes in the future. Yeah. Because Winston, this guy is still here. Oh Winston yeah. Cigarettes. Oh yeah, and Rio smokes cigars. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's a cool thing to smoke. No one's really smoke. Yeah, no one really smokes cigarettes too much, except in like holodecks. That's true. Yeah, when yeah. gangster stuff, I guess they yeah. smoke cigarettes. Do they? I feel like maybe they don't even. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. 
I feel like you probably weren't allowed to smoke on this. Also, Star weren't they all smoking in the um in the DS9 episode? You know, um, uh, oh, the one where the um where they're in the tuxedos and shit. Oh no, and um or, uh during um oh oh no, where he goes back in time. Yes, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, they definitely do in that. Episode. Pretty much everyone was just smoking cigarettes, like yeah. chain smoking cigarettes yeah. back then. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> He says he can't explain why, but he can't marry Anne because he's changed as a person. And then she looks at the camera and she cries. And this is funny animation because <laughs> yeah. she just like looks yeah. directly at the camera and a, a couple tears go down her face. Yeah. It'd be like an amazing uh, gif. It, I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's a, that's an incredible reaction image. <laughs> yeah, it really is because it's it's so weird and ham fisty. And I'm like, yeah. why did they do that? That's that weirds me out. It is. It was really funny. But yeah, she, he's just like, I can't marry you. And then she's like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm married to the cigarettes now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. with, a, with a with a with a cigarette. With a dick you could vape off of, <laughs> off of. I'm I'm prime real estate, baby. <laughs> I also got everything I need right here. Yeah. He like starts to bend over. He's like, oh my back, fuck. Oh, don't worry. I had bones remove my ribs. As well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him Bones. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one in Starfleet who will do the surgery for you <laughs> on the down low. Um. So. Up on the bridge, Kirk gives the con to Spock, saying he'll be completing his report on Winston's rescue in his study. As he's writing, a knock comes on the door, and Winston enters. He says he went down to his ship, stowed in the shuttle bay, and after a report from Scotty, thinks it's too badly damaged and not worth salvaging. As he's saying this, Winston transforms into some sort of space octopus and gives Jim a neck pinch and makes him go Betty by night night. <laughs> um, do you think that's uh, okay, so? First off, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, whoa! Uh, okay, I didn't see that coming. Uh, it was a pretty fun little twist out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, this thing looks repulsive. It does. It is a bad looking space octopus, and I don't want it near me. You know, we should bring him back now because, like, you know, that's the reason why they probably didn't have him early in other Trek because, like, it's hard to, like, film that because, like, you know. So I, I was thinking, wouldn't it be awesome if the Changelings mm. in Picard Season 3 maybe one of these space octopuses? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they definitely do a different Changeling thing than the yeah. original Changelings. And all we know about these things is, like, they're different. And, mm-hmm. like, they say they're a branch Changeling thing. And they're all deceptive, mm-hmm. but that's according to us. Uh, and they all smoke cigarettes. And they all smoke cigarettes. So <laughs> interesting. That's how you. Fi- that's how you find out who's who. You're like, oh, they had that kind of thing that that one dude that remember that was in um and um uh, uh uh Starfleet Academy with uh with uh, Wesley. Mm-hmm. He was just like had that thing in front of him where he was just vaping twenty four seven. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> you get some of those like. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sick as hell. So, um, Jim, Jim Kirk goes, goes Betty by. He does. Gets knocked out. So the octopus actually puts Kirk to bed. He like picks him up and puts him in bed, tucks him in. Uh, it's kind of cute. Uh, and then he transforms into an exact copy of Kirk. Back in the medical bay, uh, Chapel is telling Bones that the tests are all slightly off. And she'd like to sample his cum one more time. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, I have a goddamn refractory period over here. 
your, your lips are nothing like Spock's. It takes forever <laughs> with you. Goddamn. There's some things that a man can do that a woman can't. <laughs> Especially a, a man was made of green blood. Yeah. You have no idea what those cold lips can do to a hot <laughs> penis. Chapel's just like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I failed you, Bones. Uh, so, uh, so Chapel says tells Bones that the tests are slightly off, but Bones says some are off and some are on, so it must be an error on their end. Yeah, I like how how he just accepts this as as you know. Oh, yep. Yeah, why not? Yeah, one of us <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. We don't have to redo him or anything. Yeah. So up on the bridge, the fake Kirk uh, gives Sulu an order to travel uh, at warp speed right up, right up against the Romulan neutral zone. Sulu objects to this since it would break a treaty, but Kirk persists and Sulu takes the order. Spock objects, but uh, Kirk says it's vital to get to Raytor 3, as the entire population may depend on their assistance. He also says Winston uh, said he didn't detect any Romulans when he went through the neutral zone last week, so they should be good. <laughs> last week, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're dealing with spaceships that travel beyond the speed of light yeah. or anything. yeah. Like, yep. of course, they had, like, well, they weren't there last week, doesn't, you know, just they can travel at warp 10 and be there in a matter of hours from wherever. <laughs> o- only the runabout on, on oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good warp 10. <laughs> uh, so, um, so he also says Winston said he didn't detect that. Oh, Spock takes the order anyway. So mm-hmm. next we get a ship's log from Spock. He says, uh, ship's log, stardate 5148.7. First officer Spock reporting. The captain's course change has taken us deep into the Romulan neutral zone. So the real Kirk wakes up uh, in his bed, tucked in like a sweet little baby, and goes to the bridge and looks around. Spock asks if something is wrong, and Kirk says he went to go write his report and must have fallen asleep. (laughs) Spock says perhaps he needed a rest and that they're in the neutral zone now. Kirk says they have no authorization and asks if this is Spock's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way to, way to just accuse a bitch. Yeah, well, he's the second in command. Yeah, but come on, why would Spock do that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Spock tells Kirk uh, he, that Kirk ordered it, and Kirk is incredulous, saying that no captain would do that unless it's a matter of life or death. And Spock shows him the, the footage. Somehow, they have, like, I, I guess... They sometimes have like security cameras on yeah. these on these on board these things because they just show shit sometimes, but you never see them. It's super weird. Yeah, and, and I do like how it's edited exactly the same way as it was. Yeah, was they sure. literally just show I- the scene yeah. from like ten seconds ago. <laughs> um, so Kirk says they have no authorization. Spock shows him the footage. Uh, Kirk and Spock walk out into the hallway, and Kirk says he doesn't remember any of that shit. Spock says perhaps Bones should give him an examination. Kirk agrees <laughs> and just walks into the med bay naked and be like, examine me, Leonard. Le- He's Leonard, like, oh. Leonard, examine me. He sees something stuck to the wall. He's like, oh, this must be one of the, must be one of the uh, probes and just like sticks it right in his ass. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing to my damn sucker? Still no jam. <laughs> There's a man inside my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So down in a conference room, Bone tells Winston he just finished the tests he ran on him, but Winston turns into a space octopus and clocks him out. This <laughs> this is pretty fun. I I enjoy the turning into a space octopus. Yeah, I do like the I do like the space octopus guy. Yeah, he's funny. I want to see them more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So soon after Anne, uh, Winston's former fiance now, they just had a little breaky. Uh, comes to sick bay and asks for him, but now fake bones asks if she wants to talk and they talk about Winston and he acts as like a ship's counselor here in a way that I don't think he ever has before. Mm -hmm. like he's never been interested in like talking to people. No, he hates people. Yeah. He's weird. <laughs> so, um, they sit down and have a talk about Winston and says she still loves him. And bone says that five years is a long time. And it might just not work anymore. And he's talking about Winston's penis. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, so he says she should forget him like he asked. She thanks him and leaves. Okay advice, actually. Yeah. Although it's coming from the man himself. <laughs> uh, Space Octopus is like, I don't, I don't want no nap pussy. <laughs> I want that spark. Spark. Spurk? Yeah, Spurk. Yeah, he wants that cock. You know, yeah. he wants the Spurk treatment. Yeah, he wants, the, he wants the, the, the sperm. Sperm, yeah. <laughs> yep. He wants that Spock erm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, smoking on that sherm, licking on that sperm. Yeah, because those tentacles, what do you think are tentacles, are all penises. Oh, yes, they are. Yeah. They're all penises and tongues yep. at the same time. <laughs> Imagine having a penis tongue. That'd rock. If you could do oral and anal with the same. Mm. No, He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're. You know what? You're right. I don't. I don't want that after all. Yeah, you know, now that now that you mention it, of it every single time. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the places <laughs> I I put my penis, I don't necessarily want my tongue to go all the way there. All the way in. No. Not all the way there. No. no. <laughs> I need to drink something to get this. <laughs> Imaginary taste out of my mouth. It's like, why was I designed this way? Why? Why, God? <laughs> Take it away! Take it away! A tongue penis would be an interesting premise for a short, mm. short film. Oh, yeah. Be like, hey, I'm, oh, I want to try this too, and just dump it down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a restaurant. It's like, yeah, I'll have the soup and salad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, Caesar, Caesar, that'd be great. Then Thank your dick you. just puts gets put in the soup and then drinks it like a straw, like, <laughs> like, a, like an elephant drinking. Bring a salad and you just have to mash it up into a fine paste <laughs> and stick it into the the, the fucking urethra. Why you're drinking? Someone says something funny and you go, and then your dick goes <laughs> shoots the, shoots soup across the room. <laughs> Solid food, you have to tamp down in there, like <laughs> yeah. like loading a sh an old style old musket. musket yeah. <laughs> oh, and can I have the have the have the tamper, please? As well? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring up oh, it gives a whole other use to sounding kits. Hell yeah! You sound the food down into your urethra. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We can, we can only hope someday. <laughs> That big's blowing out mashed potatoes. You know, evolution isn't uh, is an additive. It's an additive, not not protection or whatever. Yeah, or preservative. Preservative, yeah. It's, or preservator. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe it was. It was just like that. Lines based on yeah, preservative versus additive. Mm. Like yeah, looking at the back of a Twinkie box, and they're like, is that a preservative <laughs> or not? 
What's the difference even? Mm. So, um, Kirk and Spock bust into the med bay and are like, hey, uh, we need you to do some tests. And Bones is like, yo, I'm busy. Um, Spock asks about Winston's tests and Bones says he's already done. Spock asks if he might have made an error. Bones says, yeah, that could be a possibility and offers to go over them again. And Kirk says he'll just come by later for the tests. They go out in the hallway, and Spock asks if it was weird that Bones admitted he might have made a mistake. He didn't call me any slurs. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> did that seem like the same Leonard to you? Yeah. He uh, he didn't threaten to, like, spill my green blood on the floor. <laughs> Sir, did you notice he didn't recite the 14 words to me? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't uh, give us a Sig Heil on the way out. Yeah. That's, that's not like him. <laughs> You're right. You're right, Spock. You know, is it weird that Bones didn't mention unvaccinated semen? <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, Spock. Um, <laughs> he, did, he didn't give us the tradition, the, the cursory uh, where we go, when we go off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow, follow Q. <laughs> I mean, he, he was right. Q, Q was right about everything. Mm-hmm. In the end. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, Star Trek is a future where Q was right about everything. God damn it, I hate that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> So, um, Bone says, no, okay, so uh, they go back into the room Bones was in, and they hear a sigh. They walk into a room, and Bones is sitting cross-legged on the floor, holding his head, saying he must have taken a little nap. Yeah, we falling all, asleep on the floor. Is... We all know he was trying to suck his dick, and all the blood <laughs> rushed to his yeah, head, right? Yeah. And he just, like, passed out there trying to suck his own dick. Mm-hmm. Like, he just barely got his zipper up in time. That's the thing. When you when you constrict yourself like that, you have to remember to breathe. Yeah. Because you can easily, like, yeah, you can you can make yourself pass out. Yeah, we call that in the in the biz when someone dies of that, a, a boa constrictor. Yeah, boa, yeah. yeah when it's an oriorbos. Yeah, when, you, when yeah. you choke to death on your own penis. Mm-hmm. It's tragic. Yeah. Yeah, look out for your friends, everybody. <laughs> Check in on your friends. Make sure they haven't choked to death on their own penis. Yeah, make sure, and look for warning signs, like they're taking lots of yoga classes. Yeah. Uh, they're listening to ta- lots of Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the, the the Leonard McCoy procedure. Yeah, Leonard McCoy procedure. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, um, um, Spock asks him, uh, Oh, sorry, Spock calls him a man of curious habits, but says he's never known him to nap on the laboratory floor. He's known him to pass out lots yeah, of places. Yeah, yeah a little bit of a little bit of grandpa's cough medicine next <laughs> to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just autoerotic asphyxiation in the closet. He almost died. Yeah. He's just he's like sucking a, his dick. He's <laughs> sucking his own dick, and then also like uh, has straws in his nose that are connected to his to bourbon. He's just like drinking bourbon and sucking his own dick at the same time. I don't, Why did I pass out? I don't understand how this works at all. I don't. <laughs> like the future, the future has many miraculous things. Yeah, I guess new, so. new inventions, new ways of existing, and Leonard, uh-huh. and Leonard McCoy has figured them all out. Like yeah, he's just he's uh-huh. just drinking bourbon through his nose as he sucks his own dick. <laughs> yeah, why is he even on a starship? Like he could be doing this at home in like his polyester <laughs> disco outfit. It's true. Uh. He could be on the road showing it off. <laughs> and now we have Bones with his wonderful trick. 
some of the future gong show. There's like, <laughs> there's Chuck Berry's just coked up. They're hitting the gong. He's like, he's not stopping. We're hitting the gong. He's not stopping. He's had more cocaine than me. So Kirk pulls out. Oh, so so Jim looks around the room and asks if there's something wrong. He runs to a bed and says, and the, the running animation here is hilarious. Yeah. It's like two, it's like a half a second, but it's funny as fuck. <laughs> he like runs like two feet across the room. It's yeah. funny. And uh, like he's running really fast and then it just comes to an abrupt stop. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> so he says, okay, Winston, you can come out now. And uh, Bones asks if he's a man of curious habits when Jim is talking to a table. Mm. It reminded me of the Metallica and um, Lou Reed song, I Am the Table, mm. which I think they tried to scru scrub from the internet, <laughs> but you should definitely listen to. Oh, yeah. So Kirk notices uh, that there used to only be two examination tables in the room, but now there are three, which, like, how did nobody else notice that? Yeah, for real. That's weird. I feel that's, especially McCoy, who's in there every day. Right. I, I think he's just, like, drunk all the time. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, oh, shit, we have beds? <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa, dude. Whoa, you're tripping me out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it would make sense if he was, like, a deadhead, right? Because yeah. a lot of deadheads turn into weird Q guys. It's true. Yeah, yeah. the hippie, the right-wing pipeline is real. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. Yeah, especially weird Q, fucking new age Q, fucking weirdos. God, yeah, especially, I don't know if you watched that HBO documentary show, The Anarchists, about all I the didn't, an anarcho libertarians. No. God. You mean fake anarchists? Yeah, they're yeah. all so fucking annoying. And, but it all, not, not only was it basically like a Bitcoin uh, convention that they were having in uh, Mexico, mm. but it also it was like they were having like new age, hippy dippy, like crystal. Uh, wellness bullshit mm -hmm. as well so it's just cool. like they were just doing like foo foo um, nonsense like that along with like take all the money away from poor people no, yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's like might makes right like let's have a private police yeah. force yeah yeah we need a private police force everything needs to be privatized mm -hmm. and I need to be at the top where oh, uh, yeah. none of this none of that affects me but I have a bunch of people that are completely broke working for me for peanuts. Yeah, it's like, you know, you know what's the real problem with like modern anarchists, especially like academic anarchist thought, mm. is there's like too too much mutual aid in like helping people. Yeah. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. Yeah. And also like not enough <laughs> not enough like fiat currency. Yeah. In in most anarchist thought. Like if you go to Food Not Bombs and you're like fucking fucking bitcoin rules they're usually like what the fuck are you doing here yeah which is like not cool man <laughs> yeah. you gotta you gotta invite guys who are really into made up fucking investment schemes they're real anarchists man real yeah. leftists yeah it is, it is really funny like uh like how bad it all goes because yeah like uh, a little bit of spoiler, like one guy dies because he just doesn't get out, seek out medical treatment and stuff like that, and just like cool, and and he's a and he can't doesn't think he can afford the medical treatment. It's just like incredible. This is like the world that you that you want. This is you that, yeah that you literally want like <laughs> where you, like everything depends on what wealth and material wealth mm -hmm. you can accumulate. Yeah, like everything. Yeah, if you can't, and that's yeah, because like I, they, I think he encounters a little bit of like financial problems. So then, mm -hmm. 
so then like yeah he doesn't have enough money for the medical treatment he needs and just fucking croaks <laughs> it's just like cool that's that's an awesome that's an awesome world that, that's reddit slash r slash wall street bets yeah I'm, like one of my favorite things on there is like and it happens basically every week is someone coming on there and being like i lost everything i don't know how to tell my wife people have legitimately like users on there have legitimately like committed suicide and shit yeah. and like still like the community's like Oh, that's not, I mean, that's not a big it's thing. you suck. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, whoa, uh, F in the chat. Like, dudes, maybe don't glorify what is just gambling. Yeah. Like, gambling, like, the gambling culture in America has gotten to be scary. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to come out right now. This is an anti- I'm an anti-gambling podcaster. Yeah. Are you anti-gambling? I hate gambling. I'm I, terrible at it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's terrible at it yeah. because statistically, no one can be good at it. No. I mean, yeah, or there can be very few people who are good at it. It's mm. it's one of those things. It's, it's an upward transfer of wealth. No matter what it is, it's just another, like, especially, like, yeah, especially fucking gambling it's a tax on being poor yeah basically that's what like the lottery is mm -hmm. like do you think rich people play the lottery and if they do it just makes them richer <laughs> it's not like they weren't already rich it's just like more material wealth it doesn't matter to mm -hmm. them they were already set for life yeah but it's like gives like it gives the, it's a carrot and the stick type thing where it's like you have the possibility of being rich overnight and that and that's american culture yeah. right there is yeah. the temporarily embarrassed millionaire yeah. thing where it's just like Everyone really thinks if they work hard enough or if they get noticed for what they're really good at, they'll become like yeah. both rich and famous in a way that's not going to ruin their life. Yeah. And there's pretty much like those two things basically never happen. Mm -hmm. And when they happen, it's very rare and interesting and cool, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, those things don't happen. No. You're not going to be <laughs> one of the good ones. You're not going to be the winner. No. Statistically, we're mostly all losers and we got to accept that and band together as losers mm -hmm. and all become winners Yeah, because that's what communism is, is we all mm. win. We all share in our own production and our wealth and what we do matters. Yeah. That's why like, yeah, like I was just watching, um, I was like, uh, it's one thing like these, I guess like these people like in this one British town they bought up the entire town increased everybody's rent 60 percent jesus fucking so that's Christ. like yeah like as long as like you're just like some psycho that just buys a ton of property and just like milks all the people that live under you and, <laughs> and the only way to do that is like having a lot of money in the first place yeah. for collateral and mm -hmm. so like it's the rich getting richer that's yeah. all it is that's all anything ever is anymore that's yeah. capitalism that's why fuck winston and his fucking cigarettes straight up <laughs> he was a villain before he turned into a fucking octopus you know uh -huh. in fact i think the octopus might be a good guy we'll see the octopus is a good guy yeah yeah hell yeah we love this octopus dude yeah he's, he just wants to do some octopus form that's yeah. cool this is some cynical Let form. Him do his thing. yeah you know he's like and i can't marry you but i want to hit that pussy <laughs> As an octopus, <laughs> I can't marry you because my culture doesn't recognize the marriage between one octopus and one woman. <laughs> <laughs> this interracial marriage is not okay where I'm from. Yeah. But, I, but one day it will be. I swear to you. Um, yeah, they could have they could have done something with interracial relationships in mm. this episode. Not I anything. Do. Not anything good, but something. It was something, yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, Kirk looks around the room and says there's something wrong. He runs to the bed. Oh, no. So 
says that Winston can come out now uh, and that there are now three tables in the room. How did Bones not notice that? I don't know. Bones a damn idiot. Mm -hmm. So Kirk uh, pulls out a vial of uh, orientine acid and threatens to pour it on the table. He, the Winston transforms away from the table and into the octopus, which uh, they say, uh, Spock says, is a Vandorian, apparently. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it probably wasn't Andorian at first. Like, no, we already have Andorians. How about a van yeah he just lo- looks out the window sees a van <laughs> i got one <laughs> don't worry guys i got this yeah just puts a v in front of it <laughs> uh, so kirk orders a security team to the med bay but the octopus beats the fucking shit out of them and goes into the hallway and assumes the form of winston which is pretty sick mm-hmm. uh winston goes through a door and is met by a phaser guess what it's ann She's got a phaser on him. Uh, He asks what she's doing, and she says, it wasn't hard to figure out who the intruder was. Yeah, because there's only one new person on the ship. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she says, after all, he's the only stranger aboard. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, that was easy. Which is funny that he keeps taking that form. It is like he because he, he's already turned into Bones and Kirk, so he could take either of those forms. He just knocked both of them the fuck out. Yeah, just some random dude that doesn't even get any notice. Yeah, yeah, just some mm-hmm. ensign that like nobody cares about. Yeah, or or, <laughs> or just drunk Scotty. They'll never know. You can just be like, my mother in the evening was a good old girl. And they'll just like, Scotty's drunk. Just leave him alone. Don't, he does this like every time he has a weekend. Just don't, don't, don't just leave him alone. He's just speaking his native tongue and then uh, the native alien tongue. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, there's like, oh, is that, is that Scottish? Glip, 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 glip. No, no, I think he's drunk. So, yeah, I guess technically Scottish. <laughs> technically Scottish. <laughs> um, so, uh, he karate chops her hand, and she drops the phaser, and he runs away. And this animation is one of the funniest things. I, I like, busted up laughing while watching this. Oh, yeah. It is, like, the slowest karate chop. <laughs> and she's like, oh, <laughs> and drops the phaser. <laughs> Like, what? it'd be funny if she just shot him and, like, vaporized him. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, actually. So Kirk comes into the room and asks why Anne didn't stop him, as if she should have killed him or something. Yeah. Uh, she says she couldn't. And also, like, yeah, why didn't you stop him? He just beat the shit out of, like, three dudes in the med bay. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how is, like, a woman... Like, one woman gonna stop, like, a guy physically who just beat the shit out of, like, some dudes who always win all their fights. Yeah. Like, Jim Kirk never loses a fight until now, right? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and he's like, he comes into the room, he's like, that guy just beat the shit out of the three of us. Why didn't you stop him, Lieutenant? You are <laughs> fucked when this is over. Yeah, consider yourself getting demoted. Yeah, I'm gonna bust your ass back to Ensign. <laughs> um... That's an Enterprise reference. Mm. Both Archer and Malcolm say that to, to Trip Tucker, mm-hmm. which is weird that they both say the exact same thing. They both yeah. say they're going to bust his ass. Which, well, know, they're going to bust in his ass. Yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> so um, uh, now we get a captain's log. Oh, actually, first, uh, Kirk comes into the room, uh, asks why she uh, didn't stop him. She says she couldn't because she couldn't shoot at the man she loves, even if he's dead. 
Which she wouldn't be good in a zombie situation. No. No. So uh, suddenly a red alert sounds, and Kirk calls the bridge. Scotty, who is at the con, says two Romulan battlecruisers have appeared headed right for him. Now we get a captain's log. He says, Captain's log, supplemental. Due to interference by the alien Vendorian aboard, the Enterprise has been detected violating the Romulan neutral zone. By the terms of our treaty, the Romulans have a legal right to seize and impound the Enterprise. To complicate the matters, we have not been able to apprehend the Vendorian responsible for putting us in this position. Now, what do they mean by impound? Like, does someone have to go and pick it up for them? I guess so. Yeah, maybe they pull it with a tractor beam. (laughs) Yeah, into like an impound planet, and they just (laughs) they park it. Yeah, there's some alien going like they have like they have have just have like um like one of those uh like a small crystal entity that's like a guard dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so on the bridge of uh on the bridge, a Romulan commander uh is paging Enterprise, and he tells Kirk. He's good at fucking up and has a habit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk tells him it wasn't deliberate, and he says, of course, it never is. Damn, this fucking Romulan commander's going hard on him. <laughs> uh, but he says the rules are clear, and he must follow them. Otherwise, it will be war. He tells Kirk to surrender a ship, and he will release him and his crew at the nearest Federation outpost. Kirk asks for a few minutes to inform his crew, and the Romulan commander gives him five minutes. Kirk calls security and asks if they found the Vandorian yet. No such luck. Kirk surmises that Winston's wrecked ship was bait to get a Romulan spy on board. And what better spy than a shapeshifter? Kirk has Lieutenant Ress open a healing frequency. And you know what? You know what? We finally got the Cation, baby! Oh, yeah! Cat girl! Emress. Emress. Um... Wait, what, what, what's her first name? Emress. Emress? Oh, oh, like uh, Shiboline so, Emress or something. Uh, okay, so is it Emress? Because I think it's Lieutenant Ress, right? Her last name? Or? Oh, um, uh, Lieutenant Mress. M- oh, Mress. Yeah. M- so Mress. Mress. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think he pronounces it just like Ress, but it mm. might be Mress. Yeah. yeah. So he has Mress open a hailing frequency, and we got the fucking Cation. We love the Cation. She, uh, she's played by Majel Barrett, and she's mm. got a fucking, like, uh, like a, a, a sex phone operator voice. Oh yeah, she horny, horny. Oh yeah, she's like, yeah, you bet, Captain. <laughs> like she is ready to go. Yeah, Magil Barrett was the original cat girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, cat girl, open a hailing <laughs> frequency, and she's like, I'll open up something, Captain. <laughs> and he's like, Cause I'm in heat. What do you mean by that? And she's like. A hailing frequency. <laughs> I need as many barbed dicks as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I want that knot up in there. Get it stuck. Get it stuck. Um, <laughs> 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 so the Romulan commander asks Kirk if he's ready to surrender. And Kirk says, nah. Uh uh, girl. Um, and he says, uh, the commander reminds Kirk of the treaty and his position, which is missionary. And Kirk <laughs> reminds him that they lured him there against the treaty. The Romulan asks how, and Kirk explains the whole Winston situation and says using a Vandorian is also a violation of the treaty. So he's doing some whataboutism here, huh? <laughs> yeah, what about that? Uh, so the Romulan says his time is up and he needs to surrender or prepare to fight. 
Hell yeah. Um, so down in engineering, some guy is ripping apart the systems, just like open a cabinet and is just ripping out cords and shit. Uh, <laughs> when Scotty comes up to him, uh, he asks, he's, oh, what are you, what are you doing? And uh, he gives him a neck pinch, takes him down. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. No, no one's surprised like when they find the Scotsman on the floor. Oh no. <laughs> Sleep on the floor. Like, Oh God. No, I mean, well, I mean the same with bones. Like, yeah. bone, bones has a problem too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this is, this is basically like what episode two of Picard or, or episode three where the changelings just like sabotaging the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little derivative. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, suddenly the shields go down and the shuttle bay doors open. Sulu says the Vandorian must be trying to escape. Kirk has the door closed and gives Spock the con while he goes down to engineering. Which is weird that he went down to engineering. I don't know why he'd do that. Yeah. Um, he, like, just knew. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense, honestly. <laughs> like, the shuttle bay doors, I don't think, are in engineering. No. That's in the shuttle bay. Yeah. Which is not engineering. I mean, I, I guess if that's the only way to manually override the shuttle bay doors, if you close them down, maybe? Yeah, that could make sense. Okay. So in engineering, Scotty says he doesn't know what happened except sabotage. And then, just like all of the J.J. Abrams films, sabotage <laughs> by the Beastie Boys <laughs> begins to play. Even though it wasn't made until like 25 no. years later or 20 years later, which is crazy mm-hmm. that they did that. Actually, what they don't know is like they weren't, uh, Beastie Boys didn't originally record sabotage. Oh, who was it? Uh, it was the... Um, uh, oh, the BG boys. The BG boys. The BG boys. Right. <laughs> sabotage! Sabotage! <laughs> so, uh, so uh, in engineering, Scotty says he doesn't know what happened except sabotage, and it'll take him two hours to fix what was broken. Uh, an hour and a half to masturbate and 30 minutes to make the fix. <laughs> So over with Anne, uh, I need to make my own glue. Uh, so over with Anne, uh, she finally finds the Vandorian masquerading as her fiance. Yeah, why would you take that form? Uh, she's like, can I, can I suck your dick one last time <laughs> before you? T- I'll do. I'll even do it as an octopus man. You know my tentacles drag along the floor, <laughs> like it's very unsanitary. <laughs> I just went to the bathroom and didn't wash my tentacles. It's like a corgi with a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's picking up dust and shit. Just picking up dust. It's very catalyst on the bottom. Just (laughs) I'm just giving you a heads up. Like I'm I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm just I just want you to know what you're getting yourself into here. We've made. We've made jokes about big callous dicks dragging against the floor. And I swear to God, like one out of four episodes that we make. It's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good well to keep drawn. Okay? Yeah. Really. really. It's, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Really a gift to the Magi or something. Um, so uh, Anne says she wants to suck his dick one last time and he says no Uh, he says that she's warm and lovely everything that Winston said she'd be Uh, Anne asks what else he said and the Vandorian says he said many things Uh, some were only feelings that he could only feel but he knows that he did love her Anne asks how he died and the Vandorian says uh, he crash landed on their planet and was attended to by a doctor me <laughs> and he died after about a year which it's crazy did he just was he just suffering that entire time 
He was keeping him alive so he could suck his dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drain all of his essence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> essence, you call it. At no time did he try to escape or just, like, send a message to where he was. The, the Van Dorians were like, oh, my God, she's, she's got semen and it's <laughs> unvaccinated. <laughs> his, his cheeks just start sinking in. Like, <laughs> put him in the semen factory. He's like a rapidly dehydrating grape. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> they put him in the Jordan Peterson dick sucking factory. <laughs> yeah, it's like, stop, <laughs> damn you, CCP. Stop draining my precious bodily fluids. Yeah, the Vandorians are obviously Chinese agents, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, uh, they're put on trial for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> the Vandorians created TikTok. Yeah. God, that, that. That shit is the dumbest shit of all time. It's it like is. Americans being like, oh, the Chinese are stealing our data. The Americans are stealing <laughs> your data and selling it to the Chinese. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're yeah. getting it some way. Yeah. Like it's every like, single thing you open is is tracking you and, and also stealing your data. Yeah, you're mad because they made a, a better algorithm that takes up your time more effectively than, mm -hmm. than the other places. Okay. Yeah. You're you're mad that you have such a short attention span that you can only watch media in 1 minute increments. Yeah. Uh, like if I can go to talk to a therapist. Come on. Like <laughs> who, who care? they're stealing your data no matter what. Yeah. Like you can turn off data and stuff or maybe just stop using these apps like Yeah, you can literally just like not have the phone. <laughs> straight up you can not have a smartphone. Crazy if idea. That, if that worried about it, then just be like, all right, outlaw smartphones. Why not? Why not? <laughs> or just like choose not to use it. Like no one's holding a gun to your head. Don't use a smartphone. Yeah, I almost I almost want to go back to a day without smartphones. Yeah, Even same. Though this, like basically this entire operation is run off a smartphone. It is. I don't even have a laptop. You I just don't. got a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. You, yep. you just have a room full of flashlights and a <laughs> smartphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's what I choose to spend my money on. I mean, the, 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 te giant, the giant vibrating asses. Technically, I'd call it a laptop because you <laughs> put them on top of your lap when you're masturbating. It's true. Yeah, I use and I and I, and I spend you know all that money on like on a on a very premium vibrating ass, and that's what I that's and I you know I look at I look at my budget, laptop. Giant vibrating ass. Or or the I've heard I, I saw you were interested in the ass pussy. Yes. Yeah. The 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 combination, not not yeah. not the pussy and ass together. I call, but it, the, I call it the vaginus. Well, yeah, yeah, because because <laughs> it's like a labia but with a butthole inside of it. Yes. Which is an interesting idea. And then teeth and on the inside. <laughs> I think that's extra. I, th I think yeah. I think that's just something you added on because you wanted. Yeah, just like you know, just a little. I bit like of teeth. a little teeth here. Just a little bit of teeth. I like it with a little bit of teeth. And at the back, there's a tongue. <laughs> Inside the anus, the tongue, the, the, the tongue penis, the vaginus. Yeah, the tongue penis and the vaginus. Yeah. <laughs> finally. Yep. <laughs> finally, so, yeah, vaginus. Finally, they made something for me. <laughs> they understand. I feel represented. I, I feel so seen right now. Yeah. <laughs> so but strangely enough, I can post on Twitter through the vibrating ass. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that technology is coming a great way. So yeah, I really, oh, it's coming. Need, I don't even need the phone anymore. Coming in a lot of ways. <laughs> so Anne tells the Vandorian, uh, that he looks so much like Winston and the Vandorian says he takes on the memory, emotions and attitudes of the form that they take. Uh, he says that he loves her as well and turns into a Vandorian turns back into the octopus. Mm -hmm. He asks her if she can love him in this form and he tells her, it would be best to forget him 
And just then, Kirk drops in, holding a phaser, saying, Unfortunately, I can't. <laughs> Damn, son. Got him. Yep. Let's fucking ruin that moment. Just then, the Romulan ship fires at the Enterprise and rocks the ship, uh, giving the Vandorian time to flee. And I want to mention here, like, during all the, like, tense moments in the show, it plays the exact same song yeah. every time. And I need to put it on the soundboard. It's like, dun, 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 do, 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 dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it's really funny because, like, you know a, a moment that's supposed to be tense and, like, uh-oh, what's going to happen mm. is happening. It's really dumb. And then it's just, like... And the only time it changes is like, of course, at the end when they do like the little goofs. Yeah, yeah, and the goofs go boink boink boo, <laughs> ding yeah. dong. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the goofy, it's the goofy music. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like the the goofy music from um, I think you should leave the the funeral thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. <clears throat> so. Just then, a Romulan ship fires, rocks the ship. The Romulan commander hails them again, saying they're dead to rights and they need to surrender. Without deflectors, Kirk says they're sitting ducks and they like to fucks. Hells yeah. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, because they're sitting ducks because they got the big corkscrew penis is mm -hmm. what he's talking about. So suddenly, Sulu says a deflector shield has come up suddenly out of nowhere and Kirk has them prepare all weapons. Uh, they shoot one of the Romulan ships and a second one fires back at them. And then both of the ships suddenly retreat despite taking no serious damage. Kirk believes this is because they still have the spy on their ship. The rest of the crew seems to be baffled how they got out of that situation. Uh, but Spock says that perhaps if the Vandorian can turn into a table, it could turn into a working shield disruptor as well, <laughs> which is the, the, the point I completely checked out of this yeah. situation. I was like, no, <laughs> like I no. How about no? That doesn't make any sense. Like so, suddenly this being is able to transform into something that generates like an amount of energy that is completely unfathomable. That is beyond like mm -hmm. what you can generate out of like a nuclear power and plus they said it can transform into something that has comparable mass so does that does the shield like have the mass of a human body i uh i guess that's why i was like uh, and, and so it can cover also also why was this thing in a starship in the first place shouldn't it be able to just become a fucking starship well i think uh, it was in the starship just for the purposes of deceit oh uh, yeah okay. and, that's that's true that's but true. like but yeah, but if the the powers of these aliens are so vast that they can mm -hmm. form like that, like that's something that should probably be explored more. Because that's that, yeah, that's, the Vandorians are sick as fuck. Yeah, like it can form an uh, an impenetrable shield and right. remain unfazed. Yeah, it's, it's it's basically like Murph from um from Prodigy, yeah. except uh you know not um special needs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just I was wondering that I'm like wait how was it able so. So the mass of a of, of a force field of a, of a shield mm -hmm. is comparable to a human being. Ye, I guess according to, according to the rules that Spock laid out. Well, it's a shield species. disruptor, so it's like mm. the thing at the front of the ship that. Okay. Yeah, that like, you know, clears mm. things off. So kind of. I mean, it is it is a a, a form of a, a shield. It's an energy wave that like pushes things from away from the oh, ship. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. This, yeah, which is why I checked out here. I'm like, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. But uh, whatever. It's the cartoon. Um, <laughs> the Vandorian enters the bridge and says they assume the danger to the ship is over. Uh, it apologizes for endangering their vessel. 
He says, amongst his people, he's a non-producer and useless. Only good for doing tasks of the lowest order. This dude's a fucking loser. This dude's a fucking landlord. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, he's a non-producer and considered useless? Oh, he's, he must have owned some property. Yeah, his, his parents own an emerald mine. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, the Romulans uh, offered him life and something of value to do, which is... Spying on people and fucking their shit. Yeah, that's spying okay. on it's a spy, being a spy. Yeah, that's that's a value, buddy. Like stealing other people's shit. Great, great value, <laughs> bud. Great value add there. Mm-hmm. Go work in a factory, idiot. Um, <clears throat> Kirk says he'll have to face trial, but he'll let the court know that he saved them. Kirk says he'll have to keep him under guard and ask. And Anne asks to have that duty, so maybe she can do some prisoner stuff if you know oh, what I mean. Oh shit. Uh, because sh- those tentacles can reach to the bars. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna make a bars joke, but then I'm like, they have force fields, <laughs> so he'd like try to st- stick his dick through the force field <laughs> and then just like fall off. Also, that does that does seem stupid to have her guard it. Like, okay, she already showed that she can't shoot him. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he convinces her to, go, to leave with him? Great question. Yeah, perfect question. <laughs> so the Vandorian protests, saying that she knows what he is, and she says form doesn't seem terribly important to her. So yeah, it's not a conflict of interest guarding the like your lover, and and it, it really implies that they start a romantic relationship. Yeah, yeah. She starts a romantic relationship. Yeah, because at this point, I'm like, yeah, she definitely want to do that tentacle porn stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's into it. She's, she's like, stuff. oh damn. Got, he's got what four tentacles to drag it on the ground <laughs> all callous and shit yeah has gum on him <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of dog hair <laughs> like, the, like the, all the dog hair from the spaceship slides that how yeah, yeah. that's how they got on yeah. here yeah it's all the spaceship slides that's how the dog hair got on his dick <laughs> she's like yeah, what's, oh, bo- did you step in a puddle on the way <laughs> The taste nasty. It's like uh, it's like there's wait wait is this cat fur too? Did you fuck the cation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, so uh, they leave, and Bone says, "Thank God. If there were two Spocks, it might be too much to handle." His ass. That's what he's talking about. He can't handle two cocks at once. So Uh, so Spock retorts that uh, if there were two bones, then medical efficiency on the ship might be brought up to acceptable levels. That that did make me go like, ha! That that (laughs) made me go, damn, you fucking crushed him. Damn, Spock ruthless. And then it has like the... the second funniest animation in this after the girl crying, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is Bones just like frowning. That was so, that was so terrifying. Because yeah, you don't see any expression on their faces. And it's, yeah, so it, got, it's morphed into a scowl. No, it's like his face like melts into a frown. And it's yeah. like, it's so funny and weird and bad. Yeah. I can't stress enough how bad the animation is on here and how much of a joy I find. Yeah. But it was funny because you don't see that level of detail or expression on their faces. And No, it's like brow furrows and he like frowns yeah. and like he becomes all wrinkly out of nowhere <laughs> it's like he's like everyone's so smooth on this show and yeah. suddenly like bones basically ages in like like 40 years in a day it's like the extreme close-ups on like ren and stimpy there's like but too so much he, detail and it's <laughs> disturbing yeah it's like very, it's, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I think this is where the the John whatever got John K. John K. Yeah, yeah. yeah he could have started off on this. Mm. Yeah, John Key's a bad guy. He is a bad guy. Very bad guy. 
Yeah. Have you ever seen, you know what's really interesting and fun and kind of like uncomfortable as fuck? Hmm. Is Howard Stern, after John Kay was fired from Ren and Stimpy, mm-hmm. and Billy West took over both voices? Because mm-hmm. um, before that, uh, Billy West was only doing Ren, I think, mm-hmm. and then John Kay was doing Stimpy. Or no, mm-hmm. it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but Billy West took over both voices, and Howard Stern had Billy West on the show, and then invited John Kay on. Oh, God. And John Kay, like, confronts him about the thing. And knowing now, I, if, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, I think I'm remembering this correctly. I think Billy West is autistic. Mm. And knowing that now, it is, like, insanely weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, kind of a terrifyingly mean thing to do to somebody. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting. I'd actually recommend watching it because it's interesting, if anything. That is funny, like, that that was, like... uh some animation drama made it to the rent to the Howard Stern show. That is like, insane. That, like, that that's is something, insane. That's something that he wanted to dedicate um, airtime to. But I mean, it was <laughs> it was voice actors who were iconic at that point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, Howard Stern was an interesting show. Yeah, <laughs> Howard Stern is an interesting guy. Yeah, kind of a he used to be a bad guy. Now he's not yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I think I've heard that his radio sh- or satellite show is kind of boring now or something. He's gotten a lot more tame. Mm. And it is boring compared to what it used to be, I think. But he's a good interviewer, I'd say. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah he's not having like people with mental mental disabilities getting blowjobs on air. <laughs> um, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, unless you count him. As yeah. Guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> narcissism might be. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's the end of the episode. Bones frowns. And and then it goes. Yep. And what happened to the Van Dorians after this episode? Unclear. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're an incredibly interesting species who mm-hmm. are like uh, far more powerful than the changelings, mm-hmm. basically, based yeah. on like what we can see that they do here. Yeah. They can not only turn into objects, but objects with immense power. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um. Yeah. This uh, this episode. What do you think? I mean, it was okay. Okay. I mean, it wasn't anything like too. I mean, I, I did think it was funny, just like this, like uh, like Bones fangirling over Winston, mm-hmm. like you know the Carter Winston, whoa, and yeah, just like that. Everyone seems kind of stupid on the thing. They just let the like they this like do make stupid decisions and. Like, oh, well, all the instruments are getting very bizarre readings on this guy. And, like, that's another thing. Like, there are changelings that had the ability to completely, like, take, like, kind of, like, emulate the physiology of their subject before, like, the changelings could. So that's. Yeah. Which like, is an interesting thing to think about. Because yeah. I don't think we have any shapeshifters up to this point in Star Trek. I think these might be the original shapeshifters in yeah. Star Trek, which is an interesting to think about. Like, we have. Oh, like, we had the shapeshifter that was in um, Star Trek Six, played by. Um, Star Trek Six is way after this. Star Trek Six is nineteen ninety two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. Right. yeah. This is seventy three. This yeah. is nineteen years before oh, yeah. Star Trek Six. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this ep- I thought this episode sucked. This yeah. is awful. I, I'm glad we have the Cation finally. Finally. And I'm glad she has a fucking porn voice. She does have a porn voice. Um, God, what's that fucking porn studio where like they have the God, uh, they have like the women all saying the same thing at the very beginning. God, I watch enough porn. I should know this. You know what I'm talking about? No. Shit. You, you 
Come on, you got to watch some porn. They what, what? They say the same thing. What they say? It's like nobody, 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 nobody does it better. Mm-mm, I don't know that. <laughs> You're a liar. I don't. You're like laughing right now. <laughs> I don't. I swear to God. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you are a liar, Pat. I don't believe anything you say anymore. <sighs> I have no idea. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody, 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 nobody does it better. Mm-mm. Google it. Google, like, nobody, nobody does it better. Porn something. Nobody, nobody. Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better than Eddie Vedder. <laughs> There's a song called uh, Nobody Does It Better. Come. <laughs> Come. 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 Come on. Come. You gotta have something. Mm-mm. Damn, dude. Well, if you're a listener and you know what porn company I'm talking about, because Pat over here being a liar. I don't know. He doesn't know shit. Yeah. Wait. Let's see. Was it Pornhub? It's not Pornhub. They're bump, bump, bump. They're like the only solo bass song that anyone likes or ever hears, besides the Seinfeld theme. Mm, I don't know. Nothing's coming up. Man, well, if you're a listener, please help us out and uh, make yeah, an honest man out of Pat. Put the put it on the Discord. Because Pat knows. I know he knows. I swear to God, I don't. You are a liar, Pat. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. No way. <laughs> not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. <laughs> yep. It's fiction. It's fiction. We made it up. If I knew, I would say it. It's amazing. Sure you would, Pat. <laughs> you want to out yourself for watching pornography on <laughs> you? Want, you want to be known as that porn guy on the, the gay Star Trek podcast? <laughs> There he goes, porn guy. He, he he's on that queer Star Trek podcast. <laughs> I think he's the gay one. He watches he watches the porno where they say nobody does it better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bunch of women doing it. Weird thing to watch that straight porno when you're a gay dude. <laughs> very very weird. Very sus. He's full of shit. <laughs> I. I bet you're just straight. <laughs> you're just pretending to be gay for the attention. <laughs> can we can we talk about how funny it is that people think people are gay or trans for the attention? That is fascinating. It is fascinating people think that. Because it is like, like what kind of attention? Like negative attention? Because that's what mostly what people are going through. When yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to be like, I want to have a hard time. with. Like, there aren't many people who are like, yeah, I came out to my family and it was awesome. Yeah. Like not many people say that it's usually complicated and it's usually like why people a lot of times like don't even come out to their family sometimes. Like my grandparents, uh, like I, I knew I was queer and I was out of the closet to a lot Mm -hmm. of people, um, before both my grandparents died and I never told them because they were hateful people and I'm fine with them never knowing who I was during their lifetime because they probably wouldn't have liked it. No. I mean, my, my friend, uh, Jasmine, she wasn't out to her uh, grand grandmother, mm-hmm. and so she just said I was her boyfriend. <laughs> Hell yeah, we love that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's the way you got to do it, I guess. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, what kind of attention are we talking about? Like, just very, just like B 
being uh, the source of all all societal ills right now. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you want you want like uh, basically like thirty percent of the country to want to murder you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a fucking grand time. Be, de- be denied housing, jobs, you know, everything else based on who you are. That's that's what that's what that's the kind of attention people want. Yeah, limit your dating pool to like five percent of your city. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's cool. fun, man. Cool, Everyone cool, likes cool, that. Cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Neat. awesome way to go <laughs> yeah um so what, what would you what would you give this what kind of score what, score bar you ever had a score bar eh, it's like dark, dark chocolate five out of ten five I, I give it a four yeah by the way i don't think i uh i rated the last episode probably not probably because i had a i was gonna give it a seven mm-hmm I did, after talking it through, though, I think it's more like five. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you and you need to be re- uh, review. Uh, I do. I, I need to remember because I, I know I'm somewhere around five at this point. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I almost want to like figure it out like at the last episode after I score the last yeah. episode. Um, so maybe you should figure it out. Oh shit! You just have to listen to the last like ten minutes of all the Picard yeah, episodes, yeah. and then. Yeah, and then you you can you can you can have it figured out, and then I'll give you my final score on the mm-hmm. final episode, and then you can tell me whether or not mm-hmm. I have to review Young Sheldon. Uh oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, and that's and you know what? Also, like rating these episodes, those uh, the Picard episodes five seem low, mm-hmm. but that's in comparison to the previous two seasons where everything was like I mean probably no. one or below. And, and so <laughs> and so you think that that's rating it low, but five is average. Yeah, five. Average. Five is fine. Yeah, F- five is like not bad. Yeah. Five is not good. Five isn't bad though, and yeah. so with, with five, like if I liked like maybe something entertained me, mm-hmm. and it's a five, it's not bad. Yeah. If I found something kind of boring and it's a five, it's not good. Yeah. You know, it's it's mediocrity isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's but fine. like, you know, when you're when you're just doing a something based entirely on nostalgia, and you do it kind of clumsily, and I mean, the more you think about it, less it makes sense. Yeah, and the more you don't like it. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I give I give this episode like a three. Yeah, it sounds appropriate. It's not, it's not that good. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like Raid High because we do see Mares in it, you know. Yeah, Mares is cool. We like to see the cat girl. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm sure we'll see a lot more of her. It's weird they didn't introduce her in any way. No. And this is the first, not only the first episode uh, that she's in that aired, but also the first episode she's in that was produced. Interesting. So this is the first time they, like, drew her and put her in an episode, and they're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just mention her once, and she'll be like, yes, Captain, of course <laughs> I'll open that channel. <laughs> like, you know, which is cool. It's a good way to get inside a young boy's head and be yeah. like, I want to fuck a cat girl. Yeah. You know, you can credit um, um, Gene Roddenberry with creating furries. Mm, I mean, people have been in like animal costumes for centuries. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure this is the first one people want to fuck. No, no. I think, um, you know, with like the Chinese New Year, they got the big dragon. I always wanted to fuck that. Oh, okay. So, and that's that's an ancient thing. They've had that for hundreds, maybe thousands Mm -hmm. of years. So, I'm sure lots of Chinese people want to fuck the big Chinese New Year dragon. Yeah, that's something we got to go ask, you know, take a trip to China. Or, or we could just go down to Chinatown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just whenever they're doing their festival, be like, hey, uh, are you of Chinese heritage? And they're like, yeah. Like, do you, um, we, we, um, you want to fuck that dragon with me? <laughs> <laughs> go to Wajamaya. 
started asking people. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I've been wanting to take a trip to Wajamaya. Wajamaya rocks. And you're not that far away from Wajamaya. Especially now, yeah, just take the light rail down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like light right along the light rail. Mm -hmm. And you said you're pretty near the light rail. Yeah, I'm near the light rail, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, just go there. It's a a great shopping experience. We love Wajamaya. Yeah, when I lived in ID, I used to go there all the time. I lived lived like a block away from it. Nice. Yes. But anyway, that was the TAS we watched for the week. Uh, Do you got any big predictions? You got a big dictions? Uh, I predict like a uh, full frontal with Maris. Yeah, definitely. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna see all our like eight cat titties. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shit, yeah. yeah, it looks like she just has two, but then like when she takes her top off, it actually just like unfurls into eight. Oh yeah, really floppy ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, really eight small floppy ones. Just like <laughs> slim gyms with nipples on them. Yeah. <laughs> Each one bursting with cat milk. <laughs> Eat me. Eat me. Uh, <laughs> just jacking all the cat nipples <laughs> yeah, jack off all the cat nipples <laughs> oh yeah um so i guess uh, <laughs> one star rating podcast <laughs> talking about cat nipple milk sexist towards cats sexist towards cat girls uh once eight nippled freaks that you milk <laughs> <laughs> talks about literal cat milk <laughs> little cat milk um yeah <laughs> if, if you want to hear you know as the reviewer said if you want to hear about Star Trek, go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear about milk and cat girls, come to the right place. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, <laughs> I guess with that, it's time for us to warp away. Mm-hmm. Be well, travel safe. And as Soy Trek rule of acquisition number 674 says, you got one? Uh... Lick it before you stick it. Yeah, lick it before you stick it. That's a, yeah. that's, a that's a good one. I yeah. mean, and don't don't stick what you wouldn't lick. Yeah, don't stick what you wouldn't lick. That that's that's important. Too. Do an oil check. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's doing your dipstick before yeah. you put in the oil. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, what are what are, what's the oil in this situation though? Is that your cum? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I don't like to think about cum oily. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, yours isn't. That. Interesting. <laughs> no, mine, mine like oozes out like. Oh. Uh, well, I'm 10 Italian, so mine comes off as olive oil. Oh, that's that's fair. <laughs> mine comes out kind of like a tic tac. Yeah, <laughs> but an orange tic tac, not not a white one. Oh, nice. Oh, you gotta shake it, and then it comes off on the little on the little thing. Are you yeah. talking about Pez? No, you're thinking about what? Well, I mean, no, I don't have to like lift the head up like Pez, but uh, I mean, yeah. there's like a top. Because, like, if I don't put a little piece of plastic in front of it, it just kind of leaks out. Mm. But you have seen that, how, like, Tic Tacs actually have, like, a Tic Tac holder that you can just, like, that serves a single Tic Tac if you shake it right. Yeah, it's a lie. It's true. That's what liberals want you to believe. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Liberals are wrong. They are wrong. They are. Yeah. But don't don't try, take my word for it. But um, bum Yep. All right. Well, thanks for checking with us, soy boys, girls, and elderly beans. Hang dong and shocker.